welcome to a podcast from Hope Church Glasgow. For more about us, check out hopechurchglasgow.org. Hi, it's good to be back with you on, on the podcast today. I'm going to look at and talk uh, together about why church? Why church? Um, as we've journeyed through uh, what seems to be endless, <laughs> this pandemic, the whole effect of, of lockdowns and has been actually to separate people. And even now where, obviously we're not now in lockdown, but we've endured very long periods of isolation and unable to be close to loved ones, go to church, be in in-person community. And then even now, certainly here in, in Scotland, um, you know, there's still an element of some social distancing. We have to wear masks. And even that, as understandable as it is from a, a point of view of, of looking after and, uh, one another and limiting the spread of, of a virus, you still only see the person's eyes. Uh, we, were, we were on a train the other day on a journey and we were sitting wearing masks and uh, opposite people we didn't know and we got chatting to them. And then because we we crossed the border into England, we could take our masks off, and suddenly we saw these people's whole faces for the first time, and it's like almost like seeing different people because all we could see was kind of above their nose for quite a long time, and suddenly you felt you knew them a little bit better. Uh, so everything about the precautions and the mitigations we've had to take uh, during pandemic has been separating in some way or other, and some of it pretty severe. We've been separated from one another's touch, embrace, conversation, and, and we've had to substitute it with with with, with a, a digital substitute, a digital alternative, which, which thank the Lord we've had, uh, otherwise I think we would have gone nuts. Uh, but but it, it gives us, it's given us something wonderful, but, but not, everything and now we're in this kind of for those of us who 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 do church we're in this oh now we can return to gathering we can do we're now even calling what we just used to call church in-person church because we've got to get we've had 18 months or more of not being in person of being digital or or, or just separate uh, and it's made us this this isolation uh, this period has probably made I'm seeing many people have asked questions about church and about why and what and and maybe for some they're sitting there thinking well I'm here on the end of this stream and I'm I'm watching this uh, on my own uh, and, you know listening to a preach or doing a bit of worship and you know I'm not connected to anybody really, and I'm a bit anonymous. Why why would I want to go to an actual in person meeting where I'm pretty anonymous and I listen to a preach and, and sing a few songs and go home? And and what? Why don't I carry on doing what I'm doing here? It's a lot more convenient. Uh, and and <laughs> I kind of get that. If that if that is our church experience, then the in-person version needs to change uh, because that's not an adequate expression of what church is meant to be. Otherwise, you just become a seat warmer and a bill payer. And really, that's not the vision of church that that uh, 
for me, I've pursued my whole life and that I believe is in the heart of God for us. You know, when we say the word God, we're saying the word relationship, we're saying the word community, because God doesn't exist as a singularity. He's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's a joyous community uh, to start with. So, so when we say God as a Christian, we say community, we say relationship. The whole thing, the whole of creation comes out of the fact that God is in himself a sweet society, as the Puritans used to say, this blissful union of the Spirit of the Father and the Son. And, and, and that is meant to be reproduced in the life of his church, his people gathered on the earth. And, and, and I guess it's been we've been apart for so long, we can get used to being apart. We're like, well, we can say, well, we've coped, you know, I've coped without it, and I'm doing okay, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm still loving my kids or you know doing my work and life has got busy and I've I've substituted other things all all of this has been happening to us and now it's like oh I've had 18 months 20 months do I really need to make this a priority because uh, I've coped without it and you know if I'm just going to warm a seat and pay a bill why do I want to do it and so today we're looking at why church. Maybe it's a good question to ask. And, and if there isn't a satisfactory answer, stay home. You know, really. <laughs> and, and, and take your kids to the park or, or something. But, but I, believe, I believe there is a satisfactory answer. But it, does, it is worthy of a, of a good review. And, and a why church? I want to I give us three C's for church uh, as we talk today. Um, and, and, and some by way of reminder, but also by way of perhaps reshaping what we actually do so that we move away from the uh, entertainment model of church. So I'm, I'm there to be spoken to, to be, to see great worship played out in front of me. Um, and I go and I consume that. I'm entertained by it, helped by it, I hope. And then I go home. Uh, and I think that that is too small an understanding, and this is becoming increasingly people are becoming increasingly dissatisfied with that model, that kind of attractional thing that that, that has worked. But then a whole season of COVID, and you're like, is that really what I want to do? So let's uh, let, let let's dig into this a bit together. If you want to take this journey with me and, uh, and, and and hopefully this feeds into your own thinking right now and I, I, I hopefully will inspire you I know for us as a church we we are adjusting what we do and we're experimenting with what we do because we want to keep it relevant and plugged into the truth of what is church and why church so here we go community is the first c uh, we need community. We actually built to belong. We we wilt. We we pine. We 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 weaken when we're unplugged from community. Uh, and that that's the community that you can feel and touch and know. And and you know, thank God for the, the digital substitute and, and the digital aid. But it 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 doesn't substitute everything. Some of the things I've noticed just simply with the digital world that you miss, um, one, you don't see the whole person. And I mean that both physically and emotionally. What we what we communicate you know, on a Zoom call is a head and shoulders. I only see your head and shoulders. But also emotionally, I only get what 
you're able to give over that. And I've been surprised how good that can be, but it's still limited. I can't look in your eyes. You can't give me a hug. We can't have a handshake. Um, you can't actually make actual eye contact. I sometimes find myself on a Zoom. I'm looking at people's eyes, but they're not actually looking at me. They're looking at the camera on the other end of the thing. This 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 lack of personal contact has been has been really uh, debilitating for many of us. And I can remember when we actually gathered as our family at Christmas and we hugged. It was like, oh, this is amazing. I miss this so much. And then we had a lockdown again. Um, so we're built to belong and we're built to connect. And we're built to need it uh, because we're made in his image and he exists in this community and he exists in intimate fondness, actually, Father, Son and Spirit. They're not kind of aloof from one another. They celebrate, embrace uh, at one another. And we're made exactly like that and we need that. And digital has only taken us so far, and I, I, I know, I know from just some of the the services we've done. We a few weeks ago, as we were getting back together more and more, we did the sort of church service thing for about sixty, seventy minutes, and then afterwards, people spent one and a half, two hours just talking. Kids were on a bouncy castle. We've missed that so much. And we need that. And that's church. That's community. That's belonging. That's the contact of eyes and hands and hugs. Uh, and, and those are some of the things we've actually not been able to do for so long. And, and community is, is also the conversation. We need to be in a conversation with one another. We need to contribute to conversation. And community is contributing. Uh, and creating church communities is actually all about contributing and it happens at so many levels and, and and you know with a bit of hindsight or a bit of absence it's made me think what is it to contribute when I you know obviously I'm a church leader but if I there are times when I don't lead anything what am I contributing when I show up in person at church and I'm thinking well first of all I'm contributing in worship I am singing as part of the symphony that's happening in here my voice counts my sound counts and it contributes to the overall symphony of praise and honor and worship that we want to give to our king another thing i do is is i'm i'm ser contributing by serving um you know if, I, if i'm on the coffee team jesus said if you just give a cup of water to one of these you're giving it to me you know every coffee you serve you're giving to jesus every person you help take a seat you're helping jesus you're serving jesus you're every person you welcome you're welcoming jesus um and, and, and on and on you know you help with the sound or you help with some aspect you're serving jesus you're just helping people with their kids you are serving jesus in them all the time it's a phenomenal community buzz to do that to serve one another and as we serve one another we're serving him in one another uh, so and community is built through that it's built through contact it's built through conversation it's built through contributing and the other thing we get to do when we get together is we get to whether it's in the coffee queue or in a more formalized way we get to prophesy over one another we get to pray for one another we get to speak like in conversation words of encouragement to one another um and and, and i think and, and something we're 
doing is is making opportunities to do like discussions in our church community not just in small group but when we gather as a larger group because it's so important that we get to contribute and i'll say a bit more about that so community we're built to belong we're built to be in a bigger group we need it and i've watched smaller groups i've watched little cliquey groups of friends who say well i've got my community they're built around me and i've i've sadly over the years i have the privilege of being in this for a long time and i also have the privilege of being plugged into quite a lot of different streams and leaders and i've watched groups like that happily to start with go off the rails together and then end up in very sad sad places um just it, that is what happens that that isolation even if you're in community with a handful that isolation from the larger body can lead to uh, a sad place so community is so important small and large all connected together is what i'm saying um the the church's community the church is also a cause i mean we need to give ourselves to a cause that the church is where we work out the cause of Jesus Christ, where we make him known, where we glorify his name, where we where we build something. Jesus said uh, when he thought about his future is after his resurrection, is that he said, I would build my church, I will build my church, and the gates of hell won't prevail against it. He'll build his ecclesia, which this is a deep and profound word, which we the word ecclesia. Uh, which is the Greek word for church, we don't have time really to dig into today. But at the very least, his hearers would have understood, I'll build my congregation um, and the gates of hell won't prevail against it. There's something mighty about a congregation that means the, the, the authority of darkness cannot withstand it. The gathered congregation has authority in a way that the individual, a level the individual alone doesn't carry, and and he's building his ecclesia to govern actually, and we've experienced that as a church at times, to to bring the government of heaven into the earth as a community. He's building his church to display his goodness, his kindness, because it's as we show our love for one another that people know he's real and want and know that we're his disciples we, we we have to be together to do a good job of being being loving and showing our oneness um we the cause of jesus is advanced by that the cause of jesus uh is advanced because we can do and be more together than we could ever do apart the synergy of togetherness is actually a mighty thing and actually togetherness we, we know in psalm 133 is anointed by god he loves it so much that he pours pours advantage on it he pours favor on it um, so together projects together prayer there's a together buzz there's a together momentum and synergy and life that happens and in fact if you think about it, life itself comes out of the community that is the Godhead. And it's just the same as we gather in healthy community church, ecclesia. Life is generated for you and then flows out to others around us. I, I believe we're bolder together than we are apart. And we really need that. There's a great deal of uh, of, of what has happened around 
COVID and this season, it's almost like the stuff that's against the church has increased in its sharpness and its difficulty. And we need the boldness of togetherness to, to stand and be, be great shining lights and a great shining light for Jesus in our generation. And, and the cause of the poor, as we give together, we're able to do way more. I mean, just an example, we were able to send thousands to India when they were in distress uh, because we did it together. So the cause of the poor, the cause of Jesus, the, the cause of the gospel, the cause of bringing heaven to earth is all accelerated, is all synergized, is all, all helped by the, 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 the congregation. So church is about community, it's about cause, um, and third, it's about change. And, and in this I've got in mind is, is, is basically changing us. Our, our growth as a disciple happens in the context of community. Learning together is a powerful thing, and, and, and there's tons of exhortations in Scripture around this. And what I've noticed in uh, this lockdown period and this pandemic period is people making decisions about their future and about their faith on their own and who've not connected to community even digitally very well are not necessarily making great decisions in their isolation because we're actually designed to learn together and grow together to change together we're also designed to learn experientially. So church is meant to be about encounter, not a lecture. When Jesus said, you'll know the truth and, and the truth will set you free, it, it, it's, it, it's about the, the word knowledge there is, is, a, is encounter knowledge. It's experiential knowledge. And one of the things that certainly we've emphasized as a community is encounter because we know that's actually where true transformation takes place and community, church, ecclesia can provide an environment and should provide the environment where we encounter the Lord together and by that means we are transformed individually and together. Um, so it's not about a place where you come and receive a talk and go home again. It's about a place where you encounter the Lord at a deeper and more profound way than you could on your own. Um, and it's, so this is a subject of change. We're learning together. We we challenge and encourage one another. We're exhorted so many times in Scripture to encourage one another. If we see someone in a fault, that we're to correct them. This is sort of a bit of a theme in this. You know, people losing their ways because there's no one around them uh, ahead of them, or perhaps with a bit more wisdom or insight, actually challenging them. They've isolated themselves from that, and you literally watch people with a uh, as, as they as they do that and, and the, the third thing that helps us change is we get exposed in in community to a fuller range of gifts we get exposed to mercy gifts we get exposed to prophetic gifts we get exposed to pastoral gifts and teaching gifts they don't necessarily have to be the people that are speaking at the front the, all these gifts are in there in our community we need all of them for us to change and mature so this is my, my, my quick bash at this, uh, really, that, that why church why church is because, and why church in person is because we're about community and, and we need to gather in community in order that we can be 
built together, we can sense our belonging, we can have real contacts, we can have real conversation, and we get to contribute to one another in a, in a varied and full range kind of way, in a way that's difficult to do just through a Zoom chat. It's limited. But when we gather in community, we, we come to contribute, not just to receive. And we gather because we have a cause. We've been called to a cause. We've been called to disciple nations. We've been called to glorify Jesus in the earth. And boy, does the earth need to see Jesus right now. We do, we do that through Jesus building this thing called Ecclesia, through, through our declarations and our prayers together. They are more powerful, we know. They are more powerful. Two or three agreeing is more powerful than one one alone. Through through our our, uh, our projects together, through our giving together, through the, the increased boldness we have, and through displaying our love for one another and our unity, there's the cause of Jesus is advanced through the church. And finally, we change. We are transformed. That thing we all long to be, which is more like Jesus, that yearning inside of us is is accelerated and is helped by by this thing called church we learn together experientially we challenge and encourage and build one another up and we we're exposed to all the riches of the gifts that he's given us so i want to exhort you as, as you re-examining church th- these are the these are the things i could give you bible verses for all of this if there was time today but th- these are the things that we're gathering back to be uh, in order that we could be both the change agents into the world, but also be matured and changed ourselves in the warmth and excitement and synergy and buzz of the community of the King. So God bless you. I pray for you, if you're listening today, that your love for his church, your love for his community, your love for fellowship and actively engaging would grow right now and your ability to kind of reprioritize after a long season of of just not being able to prioritize this would would increase and grow and if there's conviction in this for you that just receive that as the, the love of the father for you to see you do well in your life do well for your children do well for your neighbors and see more of jesus glorified amen thanks for listening today god bless you bye thank you for listening Find us on Instagram, Facebook, or search Hope Church Glasgow on your favourite podcast player.